Now, what I want to say to you, brothers and sisters, is I know this is about taraweeh that I quickly said something, yeah? But for our individual salahs, we need to slow the salah down and we need to basically get our khushu. Now, I'm going to give you a few tips right now on how to get your khushu in salah. We've got about 10 minutes left. In this, in this 10 minutes, I'm going to give you tips on how to get your concentration in salah. Number one, one of the biggest ones, if you can, please get the meaning of salah. Look at the meaning. I've done it in this lecture. Inshallah, this will be on YouTube. You can go through it again and again and try and get the whole meaning in your mind. That's one of the best ways to get your connection. Number two, try and do some dhikr before the salah. So just before the salah, get your mind into a mode of thinking of Allah. So for example, if you were just playing a computer game and you start reading a book or try to go to sleep straight away, you'll see the computer game in your mind. Yes or no, guys? When you're doing an activity straight, when, you, when you've been watching something or engaged with something so deeply, you get to the next activity, that thing will follow in your mind. Immediately. It won't stay there for good, but for the first few minutes it'll be in there. So what you've just done is you've, you've just been in dunya. To go straight into the akhirah, your dunya will play in your mind. It's natural, it'll play in your mind. So have a little breaker. That's why we have the adhan before. See, the adhan's supposed to be a moment where everyone breaks off and cuts off from everything else. This is how traditionally it was. Traditionally in the Prophet's time, when Bilal got onto the roof of the masjid, because there was no minaret at that time, he came onto the roof of the masjid. I mean, they made a separate place for him to, to, to climb up onto. Um, or when, before that, he gave it from, you know, from outside of the masjid. When he said, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. When they heard that in Medina, everyone dropped whatever they had. Sellers, they dropped what they had to. Buyers dropped it, what they had to. People working the fields just left it. And they walked off. And they listened to the adhan. Ashhadu And they're hearing the beautiful sound of Bilal. I don't know how Bilal radiallahu anhu used to do it. I'm just doing whatever than I can at this moment. But when they heard that, he was like, Allah is the greatest, Allah is the greatest. And they're walking towards Salah, they're getting their wudu done, and they're listening to the adhan. Allah is the greatest. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you know, he's been mentioned in the, in Allah, Allah's mentioned first that we bear witness that Allah is the only God. We say, Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned is there. Ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. We bear witness, or I bear witness that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Allah's servant, his messenger. And they're doing the wudu, or they're coming for the salah, or they're coming in the masjid, and they're listening, and they're breaking off. See, the whole thing is, break off from the dunya.
come to salah why should i come hayya ala al fala success come to success and the last thing before that and beautiful just allah is the greatest breaker from everything in between it was about statement about allah statement of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam statement about the salah three things allah is the greatest muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam we follow he showed us how to pray salah we're going to do it and at the end who are we doing it for allahu akbar allah Can you imagine the mind, if you listen to it, if you break up from the whole of the dunya, you're in a mindset of salah. Now you've broken off. Now what did the Muslims do in the early days when they came to the masjid? First they left all their work when the adhan was said, maybe 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes before, whatever it was. They left everything. Then they did the wudu. Then they came to the masjid. They prayed this individual nafil salah. They prayed the sunan salah. Not like last minute, get inside there, doom, 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 missing the rakat, Allahu Akbar, trying to catch the imam in the rakat. No, 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 no. Slowly, steadily, they prayed and they sat down and they were in dhikr, in remembrance of Allah, until the imam appeared. And the Prophet has told us that a man is in his salah as long as the jama'ah prayer is holding him back and making him sit there. What does that mean? That means you've come for salah, you sat down quietly, you're just in the remembrance of Allah, or you're just sitting quietly, not even the remembrance of Allah, you're just sitting quietly, just waiting for the imam to come, but you're not breaking the etiquettes of the masjid which is, which is talking. Allah Azza wa Jal will give you the reward of actually praying. You're in salah. So now the person is there. You know what the best thing to do just before salah? Just, just go into, just go into, um, just go into your a rhythm of getting to think about Allah Azza wa Jal. Sit there. <laughs> There is no, no God but Allah. No God but Allah. There is no God but Allah. There is no God but Allah. Just think of Allah. 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 La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. 
mind is there. Now, when you stand up for prayer, the thing to do, I'm giving you another point now. One is to do the dhikr, second one that I've said to you. Third thing, what do you do? You think Allah is watching me, Allah is watching me, Allah is watching me. If those of you, this is a short talk I'm giving on the subject, and it's quite different from another one that I did on YouTube, but if you want to go onto YouTube, just type in there how to attain khushu in salah. And you'll see a whole sort of hour something talk, talking about, again, the same point, but there'll be a lot on this point about building the dhikr up and building the mind up before the salah. So inshallah, look at that and you'll get, you know, inshallah, you'll get extra benefit from there. So to build the mind up and to think that Allah is watching me, I say that in the other one, Allah is watching me, Allah is watching me, Allah is watching me. That's what you want, because that's, that's the ultimate thing about getting your khushu. Or your, your devotion to Allah. Now some of you, like I said, you don't know the Arabic meaning. If you don't know it yet, just use this mechanism. Allah is watching me. 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 That's going in the head. While you're saying, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. Subhana Rabbi And you're standing up, Sami Allah. But your head is saying, Allah is watching me. Allah is watching me. Your mind is saying, Allah is watching me. Allah is watching me. You're saying, Rabbana Alak Alhamd. Allah is watching me. Allah is watching me. That's, that's what's hitting in your head. That's in itself, a great way of getting your khushu and your devotion to Allah Azza wa Jal. If you can, just, just think of it as your last salah. This is another point, a fourth point. Think of it as your last salah. After this salah, I'm going back to Allah. An angel of death is behind me. He's just standing there. If you can, think of fifth pointer. That I was on the day of judgment and Allah Azza wa Jal was about to question me and I said, Allah, you know, like, you know when a criminal is asked, you're about to be sentenced. Have you got your last wish that you want to say? And Allah asked you that. And on the day, you were out on the day of judgment. And you said, oh Allah, my last wish is I want to go back and do two rakats for you. And here you are right now. Or four rakats. Here you are right now. Or Dhuhr prayer. Here you are right now. Isha prayer. Here you are right now. Okay. So you're going to think of that. Or another pointer, which is that you're standing on the day of judgment. You're there standing on the day of judgment, Maliki Omiddin, master of the day of judgment. You're there standing there right now. Think of it. You're standing there right now and you're doing two rakats and you're going to be judged on that. Point number seven. You're in your qabr or your grave and you're inside your soul in the, in, the, in the grave, six foot down and you're standing there and you're doing the salah. If you think of that and that's where I am right now doing my salah, you will build your consciousness. Some people can, you know, they've been to Umrah and Hajj, and if they think they're in front of the Kaaba, it brings a, you know, a whole moment of a devotion inside them, that's fine. But obviously, we think more of Allah, or we should think of Allah than to think of the Kaaba itself. But if, you, if that's going to build your momentum, fine. Some people, they, they um, will close their eyes for a little while. Although the, the Sunnah is to op- keep the eyes open while you're in Salah, that's the Sunnah. But gradually you can do that. First you close your eyes and try and get the concentration and then after that slowly, slowly, slowly you get used to opening your eyes and then you can open your eyes and you'll be in full concentration in your salah. Another one, number 10, is to slow your salah down whenever your mind drifts off. To slow your salah down whenever your mind drifts off. So if it drifts off, like you were saying, Maliki and then you realized, my head is drifting. اِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ That's going to hurt your ego, but it'll make you concentrate. Okay, so that's another pointer. Another pointer is that if you think of something in Salah, something came in your mind, ask yourself a question. Who is the one that will 
get me out of this negative thing I'm thinking about. Let's say for example in your salah you thought my exams are coming up. Who will make me pass my exams? Who will take his name? Allah. So therefore, why am I thinking about my exams? Allah is the one to make me pass. If you're thinking about a pain that you've got or a doctor appointment that you've got to, oh my God, what's going to happen when that x-ray result comes? Who's the one to give you good health? Who? Allah. So think about Allah. My mum is not well. Who's the one who's going to make your mum well? Allah. So straight away, Allah again. A washing machine is going on. When's that going to finish? Yeah? Somebody might be in the house, you know, just put the washing machine on and come to Salah and they're thinking, oh my God, how many minutes? Who is the one that will give, you know, keep the washing machine going and make, make sure that they close the wash properly? Who is the one? Allah. So think about Allah. That's it. Okay? Appointments, whatever. Allah, Allah. It's always directs back to Allah. So that's another good pointer um, that, you know, if you're in Salah, you can do that. And if you're in Salah and you're, you're praying, make sure that you don't make it a burden for yourself or you make it too long. Look, don't go all along too long. Just do it gradually. Do the short surahs or things that are moderate. You know, not every time in Nautaina and Allah. No. Use moderate surahs, short sort of type of surahs, but do it slow. Do it rhythmic. And try and do it, try and build up on it. So if you're two rakats or you're four rakats, let's say they took a certain amount of time, try and increase it a little bit, but don't make it burdensome. Don't do it so long that you know your feet were aching straight away, your legs were aching, and then you're thinking, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, when you think about your salah again, maybe not this time, maybe not this time. Because that will, that will hurt you. So what you want to do is build up gradually. The people who go to a gym, don't go first day inside there when they have got no training. Go inside there, take 220 pounds. And pick it up and put it back down. You, next day, you are gone. Alright? Well, you won't be able to lift that up anyway. But, you know, even if you did... You're gone next day. They don't do that. They start with a, with a lightweight first. They get used to that and they add a bit more, add a few more pounds on, add a few more pounds on, add a couple of kgs on. And every day they go every day and then add up. And then you'll see them taking on their big heavy weights, you know, um, the, the weights and being able to lift them up. And they, they, there's no sweat. They're, they're able to do it 10 times, 20 times and so on. That's what I meant by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa doing that long salah in his tahajjud because he sallallahu alayhi wa built it up over time. And people who do tahajjud over time, they start off with, let's say, eight rakats, eight minutes. Eight rakats, eight minutes. No problem. Do that for as long as you like. Then slowly, eight rakats, ten minutes. Same eight rakats, ten minutes. Go a bit slower. Then eight rakats, twelve minutes. And when you get used to that, eight rakats, 15 minutes. When you get used to that, eight rakats, you know, take it half an hour. And you want to add on some nine prophets, Allah has used to do 12 rakats. Fine, do 12 rakats if you want to. But if it's eight rakats or 12 rakats, extend it, extend it until, and get used to it. Don't, don't make it like one day so long, no. Get used to it slowly, slowly, over a number of months and years. Get used to it until finally, you know what? When you're in your salah, there's nothing more beautiful than being inside your salah. You know why? Because a person will say, a person will say, I know these guys are showing me the time, but you know, sometimes you get into one, you want to just say it, right? That's what I'm saying, say me, okay? So, you know, you get into your salah. Allahu Akbar. And when you get into your salah, you're in another world, a complete different world. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu Wa Iyaka Nasta'in 
اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل يا أيها الكافرون لا أعبد ما تعبدون ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد ولا أنا عابد ما عبدتم ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد لكم دينكم وليدين الله أكبر Imagine I'm saying this to myself here سبحان ربي العظيم 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 This is another pointer another pointer and what probably one of the final pointers I'll give you a 12th one is that if you can think of a beautiful tune that will get you involved like instead of saying alhamdulillah rabbil alamin Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. If that, if that motivates you, that's fine. But you know, some people with a good tune, they might, they might, get, they might lift themselves up. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'een Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem Sirat Al-Ladheena An'amta Alayhim غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين. Lift yourself up with either you're saying it yourself and maybe some of you can't say it, but bring in your mind a tune that you love. And try and think that you're saying it in that tune. It's, it lifts you up. It brings you closer to Allah Azza wa Jal. I hope inshallah uh, this has been a beneficial session and I hope you make dua for me inshallah. When you pray those, you know, if you can get your devotion to 100% for every salah, that would be brilliant. If you can do it, you know, when you get into that, you just don't want to let go. Seriously, you don't want to miss another tahajjud. You don't want to miss another prayer. And when you get to prayer, every time is so enjoyable. Your prayer, take your time. Get in there and read it nicely and with good khushu. And I'm saying this, why? Because I want everyone in the world to taste it. Because I've, I've done this session, you know, today we haven't got time for a practical one, but I've done this up and down the country. You know, people, when they get to the day when they've done 100% concentration of salah in a, in a two rakats, oh, you know the enjoyment. It's like you've climbed a mountain. You've conquered a tower. It's, it's so thrilling that you made your whole salah from Allahu Akbar to Salaamu Alaikum Warahmatullah. No other thought except for Allah. And you know what the hadith of Bukhari says? Whosoever does wudu really nicely and then they pray their salah two rakats for Allah, their face nor their heart turns to anything but Allah. When they finish that salah, al-jannah, Allah will enter them into paradise. Meaning that when you get to the next world, Allah will give you paradise in return of those two rakats. Allahu Akbar. So when you get to that, it's like you, you've achieved so much. I want every Muslim out there to achieve this and not to see a salah as a burden. Jazakumullah khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.